Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Ryan. To Just Servants. Just Servants. Um, we got a very, very esteemed guest here today. Steamed, yes. That's the correct like word. Like steamed, like a iron board kind ah, of steam. because he's steaming. Because he's, he's steaming hot. You know why he's steaming hot? Because <laughs> oh he's down there in the tropics of Florida. The tropical Florida. Florida. He, he lives there. But for some reason, he's here in the cold. He does not. Blizzards. He does not just live there. He doesn't just live there. He serves there. He, he serves, serves what? Uh, he he uh, just serves. Uh, just serves. Just just serves. Yes. He doesn't just serve there. But what else does he do? I think he just serves. Well, that's all we are called to do, correct? We're that just, is like, true. just we serve. And there's a big aspect of serving. Mr. Kyle Gray, what would you want to say about serving? What is a big aspect of serving? Uh, listen, I, I remember, first of all, hello, how you doing? Good to be with you guys. Uh, <laughs> it is frigid cold outside, so my steaminess is definitely kind of, you know, going down. Um, but I would say the most, one of the most important aspects of however it is you're serving is that you instill value into whatever you're doing and you help those that you're serving with to feel valuable uh, and, and a part of the process. And, and, I, and I think a lot of times that's where we miss the mark is um, we just get the job done or we're frustrated about getting the job done and we don't do a valuable job in a valuable way and people don't feel valued. Wow. So guys, welcome Kyle Gray. Hey! <laughs> now Kyle. Yes. You were once the camp director of the island. You can't the, say uh, that. You the can't island. say that. that no. The, no. <laughs> Okay, yes, for four measly little months. That, you know, is you a, did is a great joke. job there. Listen, you did a great job. We did, did not, an amazing job. We did not send a single camper home. We did not have a problem with any of our STCers, now camp crewers. But no, we never presented the gospel, which was to my shame. Wait, what? We never presented the gospel. You never presented the what? The well, gospel. I, th I think he needs to finish the finish yeah. the sentence first. Oh, okay. well, because this yeah, is yeah. the Well, <laughs> because nobody was on the island. Well, I mean, oh. maintenance people were there probably. Which, who Wait, why did you not present the gospel? Well, because it was between the months of November, December, January, and February, and uh, <laughs> you know. But listen, let me tell you what. Tommy Sewell is crushing it over there. Tommy yeah, he is. Tommy, very, very excited. Tommy, 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 Tommy. Do you uh, like David Trujillo? I, I, listen, David is a great godly man and a great friend. And uh, there is a lot of aspects of David Trujillo. David actually was my camp's ministries intern for, uh, for a whole year. So did Tommy still? No, actually, I... Uh, Do you I, No, I... Well, okay. <laughs> so I looked at David and I said uh, about halfway through the year. So David uh, was a camper down at the coast. And, uh, and then David was a Bible Institute student, was on a drama team that I worked with for a little bit of time. And, um, and then David went to second year and then Dave was like, man, what can I do? And I said, well, I would love to have you down. But honestly, I got about halfway through the year and I just said, David, I want to make sure that you are like diversely grown and have diversified voices into you. And so honestly, I, I know we could teach you lessons, but you already know how Florida works. You know how the Florida mm -hmm. makeup, I said, and I would really like to see you serve long-term with us. Um, I, I think you need to go up to New York and he didn't believe me. And then we came up to snow camp when I spoke that year and I introduced him to John Nazigan and Jason Headley, who he kind of already knew. And I said, Hey, these are the guys you're going to be working with next year. And he goes, we walked out of that meeting he goes, wait, you're serious. I'm, I'm going to come up to New York. And I said, David, listen, I, you know, you know me, you know, my leadership style. I think you need to have a different voice, uh, speaking into your life. And wow. it was awesome. It was great. That is amazing. Now, Kyle, who are you? Who are you? 
I am the son of Bob and Lori Gray. Bob. Not 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 Bob and Carla Gray. Not to be mistaken by Bob. Or yeah. Bob the tomato. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, my dad does like ketchup though, which so ketchup oh, tomatoes. I love yeah. ketchup. Yeah. So yeah. technically what? speaking, you're the son of Veggie Tell Legend. Oh. Phil Vischer, yes, uh, is my, uh, <laughs> he's the creator of, of VeggieTales. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bob Gray is my dad. Lori Gray is my, my mom. I'm a pastor's son. Um, but more importantly than that, I am uh, I'm the husband of the most beautiful woman in the world. Uh, sorry, gentlemen, the closest thing you can get is number four and five because then there's my mom and then there's my two daughters. Wow. Um, but uh, listen, you, you can try to uh, find whatever you can. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, my beautiful wife Nicola and uh, our four awesome kids uh, reside down in Florida. I'm the camp director down there of the uh, camp in Florida, of the winter camp in Florida, and now some of the extension camps that Word of Life is doing. Wow, you've you've been the camp director of every single. No, but camp, it, this but, this okay. actually is my claim to fame. So this is a very uh, very rare known fact. I have actually done program at every U.S. Word of Life camp. Dang! That includes California, right? It, it does include California. So, You're so awesome. So, well, no, not really. But I did, <laughs> first I started out on the island, and then um, I went and started serving out at West Coast camp. And while That's I was so serving cool. out at West Coast camp, uh, there an opportunity came up. The snow camp was so packed out, they started doing it over at the lodge. And so mm. Mike Bush said, hey, can you come in and can you do, run some programmatic stuff here? And I was like, absolutely. And then I talked to one of my buddies down at the ranch, and I was like, bro, I, I could, like, have the trifecta. Can I come over one day and do a program game with your campers? <laughs> and he was like, done. Let's do it. And so I came <laughs> over there, and then uh, I did something at the Pines. I think I stood up and, like, told a joke or whatever. And I was like, done, done. Yep, I've, yep. I've, hit, I've wow. hit every place, and so thank oh. Sorry, you said Pines. Oh, pines. at the Pines. Wow, Ryan, that was a little... Uh, <laughs> wow. I am... Slow with my hands sometimes. Hey, but Ryan, I just want to exhort you uh, to just be better. Be better. Thank you. What other advice would you give me? Well, I, and honestly, I, I, th I think that's uh, what you guys asked me to come in and talk today. is just the whole idea of what exhortation looks like um, and the gift of exhortation. And uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, I, awesome. What does exhortation look like? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> um, I, I, I would say this. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, confuse exhortation. Uh, the, the gift of exhortation is the idea to urge or to admonish, to challenge and to encourage uh, somebody to go and do something. Um, here's, the, here's the real tricky thing. Your responsibility is not to get them to do something, and your responsibility does not flow to them actually following through with your encouragement. Your, uh, your responsibility is just to speak uh, the truth that God has laid on your heart to, uh, to challenge and move others. I mean, you look, you look at the ministry of Paul, you look at the ministry of Moses, you look at the ministry of so many uh, great heroes of the faith that, that challenged and called people up uh, to movement, to action. Uh, they, I believe they were passionate men that had a purpose and an intention. They didn't just speak to speak, but they, they spoke to, to grow people. And, uh, and to push people to obey and follow God. And so that's why I believe with all my heart that my, my purpose on this earth is to ignite passionate excellence uh, in others to, uh, to pursue and to know better God and to follow after him. 
So you're telling me it's not to just make people do what you want them to do? Well, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, in its basest form, <laughs> uh, as long as what you want them to do is what God wants them to do. But I, but I would say this. I would say the two, like, edgeline uh, extremes are either just to get angry with people and order them around, which, again, I don't think is spiritual exhortation. That's just mm-hmm. fleshly exhortation. Or the other side of it is just to make people feel really good about themselves, which, I again, I, don't, I think those are two extremes as to what exhortation is not. Mm. But, gotcha. Yeah. And it's like a camper came up to me today, and he goes, man, what, what you said last night, man, you're really passionate about what you... And I said, listen, I, I've just decided that if you're not passionate about what you're doing, go back to bed. Mm. Just go mm. back to Preach sleep. It. Go back to sleep. In fact, sleep is the most one of the most spiritual things we can do uh, in this life. Because sleepy people make stupid, selfish decisions. Wow. Fair. That is... Write that down, guys. That's why I tell my staff all the time, listen, when you go on your day off and you run yourself ragged, you are not loving Jesus, you are not loving camp, you are not loving ministry, you are loving yourself, mm. and you are, you're costing uh, something the, the rest of the week of, of ministry. Wowzers. Look at you go. What they would, can't they can't look at me, they're just listening. Listen to you go. There you go. <laughs> what would you have to say um, about selfishness? Any any words to hit this oh my microphone goodness. with selfishness? Uh, um, well yeah, that was me hitting my if that if you wondered what that sound was, that was me hitting the microphone. Version? <laughs> um here's the deal. <laughs> You're gonna take that out, aren't you? No, I'll leave okay. it in just for you. Thank you so hey, much. Did you see the What's Up Wednesday that you said it was going to get taken down? Yeah, and it didn't get taken, taken down. Yeah. I was so listen, guys. I I love the opportunity to come up here and be connected to what uh, what God is doing. Um, it's just great things are happening here. Uh, so thanks for letting me be a part of that. S- selfishness. Um, I think all of us have to wake up every day and go through every moment and just just fight the urge for pride and for our agenda and um and and here's here's the tricky thing for me with uh with somebody who who feels like they have the gift of the of encouragement and exhortation and to to motivate and to move people is i have got to make sure that i check my motivations that i check my intentions that i check my desires that I'm not just getting them to do that because, frankly, it would just be easier if everybody just listened to me and did what I wanted them to do. And second with that, that I don't get upset because they didn't just do what I asked them to do, but I really helped them to evaluate because I could be wrong. Like, like honestly, that's one of the scariest things in leadership is I could be, I could be wrong. And um, to quote the famous poet, I need to make sure that I... I check myself before I wreck myself, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Edgar Allan Poe, correct? Yeah, yeah, I think it was him. I think it was him or, or Shakespeare, one, one of those guys. Maybe Mozart. You know? Probably. Maybe. Well, I don't he, think Mozart was a poet. Well, you don't know it. You don't... Oh! That Mozart man, actually, that man, Kyle Mozart, Gray Mozart is a wrote. poet. <laughs> Symphony's not words. But his beats, they do it's flow fine. it. Oh, no, no, so I... I well, you are a magician. Hey, listen, if we're going, I'll tow it. Okay, um, here's what I'll say. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's good. and um, All of us love the idea of motivating people to movement. I mean, have you have you ever talked to somebody, like you, you're sitting down with them, they're struggling with a problem, 
and, and you want to challenge them to move, you may even give them all the right words and then they don't do anything with it? Like, is there anything more frustrating than mm, it? Nothing more frustrating well, than Well, some things. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Some things could be more frustrating. Like when you're driving a car, next thing you know, someone in front of you just brake checks you. Oh. It's pretty frustrating. Well, you probably should hang back and not tailgate them a little well, bit. Well, no, they, they come in front of you and then just brake check you. Oh, okay. All right. That, that is true. Well, I don't really get rug rage. So I don't really notice that. You guys, right. listen, if you could see his face right now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, close your eyes, unless you're driving. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Uh, close your eyes and just imagine the most angriest man um, who is literally clenching a microphone guard. You, you uh, can't be saying this. Uh, okay. I've got people uh, I've got to give good impressions on. That's right. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. you got to so up, man. I'm so sorry. One of them being my boss. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, Cow or Ryan, would y'all like to explain why Ryan has to give a good... Actually, to good, put this in better good, terms, um, I'm no longer ready to sing... I'm no longer single and ready to mingle. Oh! As I said in my first episodes. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's crazy. But, uh, no, yeah, he, Ryan is dating my, my boss's daughter, and so I, I'm sure, um, I'm sure that, uh, you know, I will have to exhort, uh, the young man that will one day date uh, or young men hopefully the one guy doesn't date both my daughters but the young men that'd be that, yeah that'd be like um what's his face jacob joseph ja- jacob yeah. jacob yeah you know whenever he marries leia and Ra- rachel yeah princess leia princess leia yeah from the narnia chronicles <laughs> remember oh when uh rachel watered the camels i remember that rachel watering the camels do you know what that means no i think that was rebecca Rebecca watered Rebecca the camels. Rebecca watered oh, the camels. Oh, man, we're good at this. Yeah. <laughs> we know our Bible stuff. You guys are... You Second guys are, time's the charge. Wow. Well, no, Rebecca no, Rebecca but, married uh, um, Isaac. Rachel married gotcha. Jacob. But, you know... Um, it's it's a good thing you guys are in second year of the Bible. We're still learning. Hey, hey, second time <laughs> doesn't have to be the... Doesn't have to be the charm whenever you accept Christ, right? Yeah. Because it's... Yeah, well, you know, listen, I'm going to tell you guys cow. right now. Listen, the, the the second chance savior isn't just the second chance. I mean, he literally, the, the chances are unending. And, and, and here's the crazy thing. When you stand there, if God so gives you the grace of of the covenantal vows that marriage is, you you hope and pray that the faithfulness of that person on the other side is deeper than the fickleness and the and the pettiness of your own spirit and pride to run after sin. But but that is why uh, Paul says in Ephesians chapter five that he's actually talking about the relationship of Christ in the church when he talks about the relationship of a husband and a wife and how the one is called to to submit to the other and the other called to die. Here's here's the really cool thing that that Christ as our great uh, uh, husband has died for us in a sacrificial way, and we, as the bride of Christ, the church, have been called to submit uh, to Him. Um, and and the crazy thing is that His faithfulness is absolutely unending, and uh, and it was found in in the cross. Uh, it was found through not just the thirty nine lashes that He took, and the mockings that He took, and the and the jeers, and the spits, and the rage that He took uh, upon Himself, but. Uh, but each and every single one of us, the daily times that we sin, uh, he's ready to meet us right where we are, just as we are, uh, because there were not exceptions to the cross uh, when he went to it. It was, it was. But God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, as we still are, Christ paid that debt for us, and so that by His death and His resurrection, we might know the hope, the freedom, the righteousness, and the faithful love of a beautiful Savior. Mm. Wowzers. All because 
We don't need luck. Ooh. Ooh. I know. I should quote that, right? You should. I'd be like, um, what's the uh, um, the, the the turtle from Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. What's his name? The no. past is the past, and the present is the gift of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that guy. Well, or that's like Rafiki. Yeah, the past does hurt, but uh, you know you should should move and. Yeah. You know. You don't. Rafi- the oh, Lion King. No. Hey, the baboon. Uh, I know Rafiki. Hey, I would challenge you guys to just remember: originality is the ability to forget where you got things from. And so, uh, <laughs> as, as far as I choose to remember, that is original with me. Um, but. Uh, Wow, you're good at this stuff. L- listen, man, I, I just like talking. And, and again, to go back to the whole idea of, of exhortation, um, you know, again, it's typically the gifts of exhortation and, and encouragement. The whole idea of admonishing, charging, urging people uh, to go and live out uh, what God has called them to live out. And, and again, here, here's the crazy thing. People in this world have given some great speeches, some great uh, challenges, some great charges in their own flesh. Because I think we all know how to challenge and charge people up. But that's where the spiritual gift side of it requires that I am searching the heart of God and praying to know the heart of God to be able to deliver the message of God uh, in a way that God wants it. And um, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Name me one time in the Bible, outside of when Jesus dealt with the Pharisees, that we know he was angry. Mm. I, I think he called people in an urging, admonishing way to righteousness and to, and to holiness. But I, I think far too many times we read an angry Jesus in the Bible mm. instead of an exhorting, calling to the best, uh, the, the next level. I, I, I think of Paul in First Timothy uh, chapter two. He says, "Listen, I, I, uh, I, I care for you." tenderly like a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children but then uh, uh, a little bit later he says I, I urge you on I admonish you I exhort you I call you to excellence like a father does his own children I can remember my dad showing up to every single one of my um, cross country meets and track meets I know y'all looking at me thought I was built for football I, I know <laughs> uh, I know I know listen you the, wish the you sound know. of my voice ladies and gentlemen um, but uh, but my dad here's what my dad would do he would walk the course with us ahead of time because my team would always walk the course and then my dad would go and he would place himself on the course in places that he knew his son would struggle mm. and he would call to me he would call he would he knew the names of my team and he'd call to us like come on come on you can you can kick it a little deeper you can do better you, you, you got this come on no no don't slow down get up that person is right in front of you keep running or they're right behind you push it out go 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 he put himself at the end of the race, and he would say, come on, all the way through, not just to the finish line, all the way through, all the way through, come on, keep going. And absolutely, gentlemen, let me be honest. There were times I wanted to say, shut up, mm. you run, and I'll yell at you. Mm-hmm. But here's what my dad was doing. He got to know his son. He got to know the teammates on my team, and he was calling us to give our best. Mm. And I think that's what the heartbeat of encouragement is. And so... Um, sometimes the best, I, I as a leader, I have to understand that sometimes the best is not just what I want in the way that I want it. And I'll be honest with you guys, that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. That's a struggle. Um, but just kind of working through and challenging and, and, and calling people to get say, God, what is your heartbeat? Now, I have one simple question. Ooh, is it really simple? Very simple. Oh. If, if you could be any kind of plant or herb, what would you be? Herb. <laughs> herb. <laughs> herb. Uh, any? Any. I, I struggle with this. Number one, I, I immediately thought of cactus um, because they're <laughs> beautiful. 
but they're spiky, so you know. But I, but I'm I, I I'm a loving, huggy guy, and so I don't mm. know if I'd want to be a cactus. But that just sounds funny. Um, second thought that came into my head was um, a Venus flytrap, um, or the mm. little um, things on Mario that Mario, you know. That's that, that, yeah. But genuinely, um, I think I would want to be uh, vines. Amen. Vines that that's stretch out and grow wherever, and uh, and cover. Uh, buildings and just are connected and vines so deep that they like literally become a part of the building. Like I well, want. Who would the branch be? Well, obviously we are the vine and he is the branches. Mm. And his banner over me is love. Amen. Where do you? Where, where do you see an enemy? Where do you get that from? You'd be a coral sea enemy or a coral. Anemone. This is the second time. Two episodes we've done that. Anemone. Wow. You know, you would be the thing that clownfish cover themselves in so that they don't die. You know the thing stings you. Yeah, All right, guys, girls. much love. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. See you, guys.